This is The Mandalorian Union, a podcast where married nerds, Megan and Zach, discuss the Disney Plus show, The Mandalorian. This is episode five, chapter four, and bone broth. I'm Megan. And I'm Zach. (laughs) So it's been an interesting week at our house. It has been an interesting week at our house. We are publishing a bit later than usual. Unfortunately, why is that, Megan? Why are we publishing a little bit later than usual? Well, we have fallen ill to the Blurg disease. The Blurg disease. It's as yet unnamed. I believe (laughs) we've been given that honor by the scientific community. Um, (laughs) Turns out, as you all are aware, that uh, Blurgs are not native to this particular part of Georgia, United States. Nor the earth. Nor the earth, correct. Yep, no, that's, that's, that's a good point. That's a very good point. And like when foreign species are introduced to other places, they uh, carry diseases that people weren't used to. So our entire house has been quarantined. It's not a big house. So they were able to fit the bright orange tent, <laughs> the sealed bright orange tent over it pretty easily. Yeah. Yep. Didn't cut off our internet. So, you know, could still work a little bit. But um, yeah, it's been really interesting being in isolation while they uh, diagnosed the Blurg disease that we caught from our three pet Blurgs. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyways, we've, we've been sick. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it's been so great. It's been so great. So uh, that means we've been able to watch chapter four uh, multiple times at this point. Yeah. Did we? I think uh, I really like this one. I loved this episode. This one was so good. This one was so good. So, Megan, what was your favorite scene in this uh, chapter four sanctuary what was your favorite scene? yeah there were so many good scenes mm-hmm. so hats off to bryce dallas howard who i am a giant fan of I've decided. <laughs> um yes so i love her mm-hmm. um i'll have to say that my favorite scene is when um omera not says knock knock to come in <laughs> yes <laughs> And who is Omera for those who didn't have the subtitles on? She is the gorgeous lady um, who lives in the village with the young daughter, Willa, Mm -hmm. who we see at the very beginning, like protecting her daughter from the invasion and all these other things. Mm -hmm. Um, The the beautiful widow that Cara Dune refers to when she's talking to the Mandalay in the episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she like walks in. She's like, knock, knock, (laughs) which I just think is funny. I just I love Star Wars humor. Anyway, she says knock, knock without actually like knocking on the door, which is just funny to me and comes in with like all this food and is there to be like, hey, thanks for being the Mandalorian and being tough and Mm -hmm. bringing all this uh, protection to our town. Mm -hmm. And here's some food. And it was just a really like lovely scene. I just I liked it a lot. It made me feel happy. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I don't think I saw any doors on their no. on their homes. Like they were, they had like cloths over the doorways. Yeah, they were like roll back cloths. And then the the walls were, you know, like weaved together, like like yeah. wicker furniture almost. Yeah. So. Well, that and they're just. It seems to me that they're very. Um... They're very involved in one another's lives. So, <laughs> coming over to somebody's house and like being like knock knock like surely they saw you coming right yeah. right <laughs> it's all one big family and you can see through most the of the walls 
so sweet. I'm like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> so it was just funny, and I, I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that because it just it the Mandalorian seemed to show a lot of humanity mm-hmm. in the, that conversation in those moments. He let Amara's daughter Will Wilma uh, Winter, I believe. Winter, Winter. Winter. yes. Oh, <laughs> Winter's coming. Winter, play with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even watch that show. Winter is coming. But uh, he let, let Winter play with Baby Yoda and feed Baby Yoda. Mm. It was just so cute. It was adorable. So cute. I did I did really like that this was the first episode in which we had characters who acknowledged the cuteness of Baby Yoda. Mm, yes. You know, with the children who were just swarming around Baby Yoda and playing with him. All the time. It was adorable. It was amazing. <laughs> it was very cute. So, Zach, um, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene, I think, would have to be... It was a very strong episode overall, so Mm. uh, this is the first among equals, probably. Uh, (laughs) But I would have to say the restaurant scene when the Mandalorian uh, lands on... Oh, goodness, Sorga, I believe it's called Mm -hmm. the planet that this all takes place Mm on. Lands on Sorga and walks into this little restaurant with this perky and lovely tavern owner oh yes she's lovely i love her as a character <laughs> just politely shocked at all the money saying i'm gonna bring you an extra cup of of course sir. yes of course sir <laughs> i i just i she was so fun i really loved her i loved baby yoda um encountering a a slightly angry loth cat mm. which was a lovely shout out to some other star wars shows there rebels mm-hmm. And it was also our introduction to Kara, Kara Dune, our ex-rebellion shock trooper who is now on the run from something in her past, which we don't get to get into at all. She's on the run, and it is that classic... That classic meeting of, you know, the two people who are wearing armor and guns (laughs) in the tavern. You see this in, you know, absolutely any genre, fantasy, sci-fi, and they're sizing each other up. Kara disappears, so Amanda goes to follow her because Kara obviously disappears, maybe to draw him out. Maybe she thinks he's a hunter, and Mando's like, maybe she's going to report Baby Yoda. Right. You know? So I just thought that whole thing and then ending with um, Baby Yoda (laughs) sipping the bone broth while mom and dad point guns at each other. Oh, that was my favorite scene. There was just so much going on there. Yeah. It was very Star Wars. It was very Star It was great. It was <laughs> very delightful. Mm-hmm. And really Kara. Ugh. Kara's great. What an introduction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Megan, what made you have an emotional reaction this episode? Besides, you know, Baby Yoda being adorable with children. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can be your answer, too. <laughs> it's not my answer, surprisingly. Mm. So, I loved the a uh, scene towards the end where Mandalorian like goes out to the field after they've, you know, defeated their foes, the dog people, what are mm-hmm. they called again? Clatoonians. Okay. Per legends, a slave race of the huts. Right. So like they've defeated them and the ATST, yay. And he is the Mandalorian has made the decision like I- I'm going to leave I'm going to leave Baby Yoda here. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go tell Omira. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and he gets her and he, like, in the nicest way possible, tries to, like, you know, be like, hey, can I talk to you? And she's like, oh, sure, of course. And there's this little, like, nonverbal thing that passes between them mm. um, where she just kind of, like, waits a beat and is like, yeah, what are you going to say? And they're still close to everyone that's, you know, harvesting and, he just sort of like tilts his head to the side and points in the other direction. And she very quickly is like, oh, okay, you you just want to have like a, 
a private conversation. Yeah, yeah. So they move over and it's just a really touching conversation where he's, you know, communicating to her, I'm, I'm leaving this child here with you yeah and i'm not staying and she's like but we want you to stay you help protect Mm -hmm. us you could store the armor away right in case we need it yeah and you know you fit in here and he's like no I, i really don't fit in here and um then she goes to just try to lift his helmet off and in Mm -hmm. that moment you can tell like for the mandalorian i think his voice even breaks a little bit yeah um yeah he only stops her from taking the helmet off once she actually starts to lift he lets her keep her hands there for several seconds and it, it just made me very emotional it was very touching and um I thought it ta- told us a lot about who the Mandalorian is. Mm-hmm. I would I would have to pick that scene for my emotional reaction scene too. What gave oh. me an emotional reaction? Um, the Look other, at that. yeah, the other, <laughs> <laughs> the other scenes. Uh, all, many of the other scenes were really awesome. Um, there was some fun action, but as far as emotional reaction, I do I think we do see him emotional yeah. at that point, like you said. Because he starts the conversation off after they walk off. He start, the first thing he says is, it's beautiful here or it's mm. lovely here. Something to that effect. She yeah. says it is. You know, he compliments the home. Yeah. And like you said, with those, he has several pauses where he doesn't respond to a question or follow-up immediately. Because I think he, he sees the possibility of home and family there. But, but you know, ultimately decides not to, not to leave his, his culture behind. Yeah. What did we learn about the Mandalorian from this whole episode, but like from mm. also that interaction. Oh man, so much. Um, so from that interaction, him and Omara in the field having that conversation, mm-hmm. we learned uh, we learned that he does pine for a home and to belong because I think there is a version of that he hasn't gotten from the Mandalorians. You know, a yeah. kind of where you know doesn't have to wear the armor gets to be in kind of that family situation like that right yeah i think i think we do learn that mm-hmm. i think we learn that he really does want to have a family and like in the sense that like like a community right yeah. right right in a way that the man like like you said like the mandalorians haven't provided yet because technically like he's still not a part he's like not a mandalorian like he is well like he's adopted their culture. He is yeah, following like, the way. Like genetically, I think. Right. My, my impression is that foundlings are full Mandalorians as far as our Mandalorians in the show are concerned, you know? Oh, no, totally. You know? I, I would agree with that. I just, on his part, maybe he feels that he's lacking sure. that. And like maybe this conversation with Omera, like he's realizing like, oh, you know, maybe I could. Mm-hmm fully fit in here maybe this really could be everything but also like i don't know we see him explain to her earlier in the episode what happened to him and with his family that's right we have confirmation that um he's not a mandalorian by birth but by adoption as Mm -hmm. a foundling right right and i can imagine you know that conflict at this later conversation with omera Mm -hmm. wanting to be loyal to these people and this culture that took you in and raised you and helped you be the person you are today. But, you know, obviously you're still wanting something else that hasn't been offered. Yeah. I think we learn, we learned a lot about Mando in this episode. Mm-hmm. 
We got that information in that earlier scene, too, when she offers him the food regarding how often he takes his helmet off. So mm-hmm. we do see him take it off. We don't get to see Pascal's handsome face, but we do see him <laughs> we do see him take it off to eat. So he takes it off, you know, at least once a day to eat. I would imagine but, he also takes it off to sleep. That seems like it would be a really uncomfortable thing to wear. That's possible. It might sleep. it might be the height of, you know, helmet comfort design though. You know, yeah. it's possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh yeah, so it sounds like he was around, you know, at most maybe ten, eleven. Yeah. 12 at the oldest when he put the helmet on and then had always had it on in front of, you know, probably 99% of people. Yeah. There are probably some sacred moments when, you know, parents or community members see you in your helmet off, I would assume. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we learned a lot about his history and the, the helmet etiquette, you know, the sacredness of the helmet. So. Right, right. Well, and we do see from rebels, like, I think different clans handle it differently because... Oh, sure. The TV show Rebels. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it's a little bit different for different mm-hmm. families or clans. But certainly the people that he's with, like their yeah. their way is keeping the helmet on. And I think time could also be a factor. Mm-hmm. You know, this is after a great purge and it is years right. after we see some other Mandalorian content from the Clone Wars show and the Rebels show. Right. So this may have been... They could It could certainly be one particular clan and it could also be time and the purge you know their society has reacted maybe they went back to some old mandalorian beliefs mm. or this was a clan that was already practicing this way during those times so right yeah right. all yeah. of that to say not every mandalorian is the same true true <laughs> <laughs> so what did you like about this episode zach i really liked that i really liked that mando didn't take the lead on everything oh yes mando and baby yoda were are certainly you know our kind of core characters for the show and i don't think you know their characters suffered at all obviously we just spent a lot of time talking about what we learned about mando mm-hmm. um and baby yoda had some amazing cute Adorable. moments we haven't gotten to have yet <laughs> right but i liked i liked the other characters drove the story we had um omara uh kind of drive drive things she was like the the community leader Mm -hmm. and she kind of i think she was she focused the community i think they yes she was our representation of that yeah 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 yeah. i think she was that and it was lovely to see her as like such a strong leader also by the way oh can anybody shoot and she just raises her hand like (laughs) casually uh me yeah (laughs) no one else can okay that's fine uh, so, like, what's her story? Yep. So I agree with you. I did really like that. Mm-hmm. And who was our who was our other character who really drove the story forward? Kara. Kara Dune. I love <laughs> Kara. I love her. Mm-hmm. She is awesome. She is like kind and compassionate and lovely. Like because Mando's all like uh, they they discover the ATST and he's like you guys can't live here anymore. And she's like, oh my gosh, really? Like bedside manner, come on. Right. Um, <laughs> she doesn't even, she doesn't even suggest that she, that she is like the best at being nice. She's like, right. I can at least not be a total jerk like you were being <laughs> right then. Come on. Right, like, dude, come on. Like, I, I love her. She's just so real to me. I'm like, yes, I identify with like her 
realness in in dire situations where she's like, no, guys, come, like, let's do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I loved her leadership in the whole training sequence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that Mando just sort of introduced her. And what did he say? She was a veteran ex-drop trooper for the Rebellion, I believe. Yeah. Just, like, very clearly and plainly, you should trust this person Mm -hmm. to lead you and do things right by you. And here she is. Yeah. And he doesn't even, he's like, okay, cool. And she immediately like thrusts like the whole group of villagers into, okay, here's like all of these weapons poses and you, I drills them mm-hmm. for, it seems like several days. Right. <laughs> so I, uh, she was great. And just her whole plan and like way an improvisation of a plan after her plan didn't go well, mm-hmm. like just beautiful she's brave and smart and i love her yeah i love her (laughs) yay carrie is a great character Kara is a great character she is we have so many characters who have these mysterious backstories that we just don't get to see Mm. yet um and Kara is one of them when she says in the restaurant uh let's call it an early retirement is what she says you know so something terrible happened after she left her rebellion job Mm. and now she has to hide out because there's a bounty out on her head and she kind of looks to the side and then changes the topic yeah and obviously mando mando knows this world mando lives in it so mando knows not to ask about that (laughs) which is unfortunate for us but good for mando i guess we also learned that he has some people skills right (laughs) (laughs) some sort of base level um he does call he does call baby yoda his little womp rat oh so cute very cute so cute. Very I really cute. liked that too. Yeah. I don't think there was anything in this episode I didn't like because mm. now the the women are here mm-hmm. and hopefully they're here to stay. Um, I was very deeply satisfied with this episode. Yeah. So yeah, great job to the writers and Bryce Dallas Howard for really making it awesome. Yes. Making it awesome. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. So Megan, what do you think happens next? Mando jumps off that little thing that they were floating on to get away the little what little thing the little like the little transport thing at the end of the episode he and baby yoda jump on this little transport thing and they're going back to razor Crest. they're jumping off of it and they're (laughs) running back to the village because mando is gonna throw his helmet off make out with omera and they're gonna live happily ever after Wow, that would be a bold new direction, I think. <laughs> we all know that's not going to happen, but <laughs> my head cannon, that's what's going to happen. Wow, that would that would be a bold direction, I think. I think a lot of people, we would have a lot to discuss if uh, if that happened, I think. Right. Well, what do you think happens next, Zach? I, you're probably going to be a little bit more accurate than me. <laughs> I think Mando and Baby Yoda jump off of their hover sled. He throws off his helmet. And he and Kara Dune have a makeout session. Oh. And it breaks the heart of Omara. Wow. Mm, it's going to go straight soap <laughs> opera. Straight soap opera. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, this didn't give us a lot of hints as to what comes next because at the end of the last episode, it was Mandalorian and Baby Yoda need to run away. You know, they need to get away from the bounty hunters. And this was the first step in trying to hide out. So I think the next step will be continuing to try to hide out but Mm -hmm. i think there will be a new complication either Mm -hmm. mandalorian will learn more about baby yoda or find a new friend who's going to stick with them um 
Well, yeah, learn more information about Baby Yoda in a way that has to change change the plans to just hide. I think I think the plans to just hide are going to have to change in one or two episodes. Right, because we don't know how many bounty bounty hunters, bounty hunters, Damn bounty hunters, <laughs> we darn bounty hunters. We don't know how many bounty hunters are out for um, our Baby Yoda. So yeah. Yeah, we know that all those fobs, those tracking fobs were given out originally. So To it, all the members of the guild and that's like right. how big is the guild? Mm-hmm. How many I don't know. Are there other members on other planets? So they're gonna right. get all fobs to all all these other people and track down Baby Yoda. Yeah. 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 I don't think Baby Yoda will stop being pursued. It seems like that'll be a constant the constant thorn in the side of our of our Mandalorian hero hmm. as we go. Good. More cuteness. Yes. More cuteness. <laughs> Definitely. Megan, any parting words about Blurgs or Baby Yoda or Cara Dune? Cara Dune is amazing. I love her. And don't get the Blurg disease. Don't get the Blurg disease. It's gross. It's gross. I won't even describe the color of what was coming out of our bodies. Ew. <laughs> You make me say ew like every episode <laughs> to something. I thought we were going to have a great, really cool sign off, but it's just me saying something gross and you going, ew. <laughs> we are Zach and Megan of the Mandalorian Union podcast. Our podcast art features cosplay by Bethany, who is at beer underscore fet on Instagram and Twitter, and photography by Rebecca, who is Rebecca Joy Photo on Instagram. Please email us at mandounionpod at gmail.com and send us thoughts, questions, and discussion prompts. We're also on Twitter as at mandounionpod. If you enjoy the podcast, give us a rating and share it with friends. 